FM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. It is five minutes after five here on High Tide. Time to check the uh, weather details, even though Blakey stole my thunder a few minutes ago. That'd be a nice man. You have a safe trip now, won't you? I you... know. Oh, you're glad to get rid of me for three or four weeks. <laughs> hey, tell you what, it's good to hear to Sarah Brown back on, on the air with us early in the morning. She's reading the news very well. Yeah, she's an awesome, awesome lady. Yes, awesome good. lady. For Broken Bay to Port Hacking, you're looking at northeasterly 10 to 15 knots uh, in the middle of the day. Seas below 1 metre, easterly 1 to 1.5 metres for the swell. Mostly sunny, sunny and the chance of a thunderstorm for uh, Cape Morton to Point Danger. Easterly 10 to 15 knots, reaching up to 20 knots offshore in the evening. Seas around a metre, up to 1.5 offshore at uh, all north of Point Lookout. The swell will be, uh, the second swell will be easterly, 1.5 inshore increasing to 1.5 to 2 offshore. Cloudy and the chance of a thunderstorm. I wonder if it's raining up around Tenterfield. I, I believe they've got issues up there with power. Oh, Steve no, Bowler? They had a bigger issue. <laughs> a bigger issue? What's that? They, they had uh, Lenny Fasco up there <laughs> and Rick McCosker. Okay. Steve, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I spoke to, to Lenny uh, on Thursday uh, afternoon, actually. Yeah, he's the. Uh, was around doing some crickety sort of stuff of some description, and he's pretty keen to, uh, and the bowling club's pretty keen to do the uh, high tide travelling show again at some stage, so, yeah. which which would be good. Um, yeah, the power has literally just come on when, as soon as uh, Grant said there's no power up there, the, the power just came back on. So. You can call me Grant. Most people call me God. <laughs> oh, oh. But, uh, yeah, I was sort of thinking, you know, I'm going to get to sleep in today because I can't open the sheds with no power. But, um, no, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, get get the shop open and, and get started with my day then. But uh, in terms of the weather here, beautiful uh, clear morning this morning. There's a um, little bit of cloud down to the south, but otherwise I'm just looking at stars as far as the eye can see at the moment. So it's um, not too bad up here. Weather-wise, this week it's, it's been a bit of a mixed bag. We've had a little bit of rain, a little bit of uh, heat and all that sort of thing, just enough to make the grass go silly. Um, Fishing-wise, uh, about the same. You know, some days have been really, really on fire and other days have been very, very slow. Uh, I fortunately uh, went out on one of the days when it was, was going pretty well. Um, no size to anything, but uh, just consistency, which... Uh, so freshwater fishing is, is really all I'm, I'm keen on because, you know, I find freshwater fishing can be a little bit duller than saltwater fishing. But on uh, Tuesday when I went out uh, in the afternoon, it was it was really, really good. I sort of uh, stopped the shop at, at 5 o'clock and, and scooted out uh, down to Tenerfield Creek and, and got out and got amongst it, which was uh, nice. And then on Thursday night we had a... Um, a guy from Hawk Scopes uh, come in and do the uh, uh, shop night uh, for us, and I was playing with his uh, marine binoculars. So they've got a, an eight-power uh, set of marine binoculars that that company produces. And uh, yeah, I'm sort of humming and harring about buying a set of those. Were they a, a self-balancing ones with the compass yeah. and everything in them? Yeah, yeah, yeah real nice. Yes, <laughs> self-stabilising. Yeah. Yeah, some some really cool stuff coming out of uh, that factory, for sure. Uh, in terms of what's going on this weekend, uh, today have got the shop open. Tomorrow, apparently, we're orienteering. So the daughter's decided that she's uh, going to do orienteering as her school sport. So apparently the whole family's got to get involved, and we're all going up uh, to Stanford tomorrow afternoon and, and doing... Um, they're traipsing around the bush with compasses of some description. <laughs> sort of, yeah, a bit, bit confused by it all, but I, I sort of agreed to, to go. So that's, that's my day tomorrow, gone. And I was thinking, oh, well, we could have taken the boat up and gone for a fish first, but I'm told, no, we're, we're not going to have time to do that, Steve. So, no. Yeah. 
disappointing. Yes. But uh, Valentine's Day during the week on Wednesday, uh, and the lovely Christine's birthday is on Valentine's Day, so she uh, turned, you know, something like, you know, 27, 28, something like that, I'm not sure. That's ripped off, isn't it? You know, having your birthday on Christmas Day or or Valentine's Day or something, you you miss out on presents. Who do you blame? I I don't complain. Look, it makes it easy for me to remember. (laughs) Gambler was on, uh, he's on uh, April Fool's Day. She's on Valentine's Day. And Rasheen was very nearly on uh, Halloween. (laughs) Wow. Would have been very handy if we'd made that work. But uh, that's okay. We'll we'll, uh, we'll try and keep in mind that you know, if I see jack o' lanterns in the uh, the shop, then happy times. It's her birthday. Need to buy or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it's been a, a busy week, but a productive week. And as I say, in terms of the fishing, that's been fairly productive too, for the most part. Um, and again, on the the coast, uh, it's been. Not too shabby, although this uh, good dunk of fresh that has uh, arrived recently is uh, going to probably push the fish out a bit further on that, that uh, sort of eastern seaboard type thing. But uh, in terms of the, the rivers around here, it's, it's still going reasonably well. Uh, the, the water is still up where it, it wants to be. Uh, we haven't had... Uh, as much rain as we'd probably like. A little bit more wouldn't wouldn't hurt, but uh, we don't want too much. So in terms of if we had uh, too much or, or uh, not enough, we're well, not enough at the, at the moment, um, subject to change. But um, at, at this stage, yeah, we're, we're pretty comfortable with, with the water levels and, and um, the fishing. So the uh, bug life is still absolutely going silly uh, at the moment so there's still heaps of weird and wonderful critters around the um, uh, wood weevils have uh, just hatched and then last night I was uh, yeah, dealing with a whole bunch of those on the, the screen door because I had left the light on and uh, yeah, those wood weevils have come from the, the big witchy grubs in the willows and so forth and they're about as big as your thumb with ginormous uh, pincers that'll happily uh, bite into you. Like they're, they're an impressive-looking bug, that's for sure. And uh, they absolutely are um, something that fish will be keyed up to eat. So there, there's plenty of them uh, fluttering around and, and you know, crash-landing into the, the, the water at the moment as well. So it's a, a really good time to get out and, and target those fish with the, the surface lures. Uh, so we're, we're coming into the, the tail end of that, but uh, at the moment, life is still very, very good. Sounds good to me. Okay, no Steve. Okay, Steve. Thank you for that. All right. I'll talk to you guys next weekend. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. Stevie Bowler. And if you're up that way, it's worth stopping in to see him. i would be interested to see what his little shop's like, what he's doing up there. Hmm, Have you been up there yet, Kieran? No, I haven't been to uh, his shop, but we may go. Seeing the tent, I spoke with the uh, Harry Brown from the Tender, uh, Tenderfield Bowling Club yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, but he was in bad reception. So we're going to further talks, and uh, yeah, we'll go back and do a couple of live broadcasts from up there Saturday, Sunday. A bit of barefoot bowling, a bit of cricket in the morning, a bit of fish uh, fishing for the kids on a Sunday morning, and then a high tide program in the afternoon. That sounds good. Grant's just—he's got a puzzled look on his face. I'm just wondering why you're giggling away in the background. It's, like, it's, it's comic. Don't worry, Grant. You'll be there. <laughs> you want to see the look on his face now? Now I am worried. Now I am worried. Very, very worried. Oh, I, I don't think you can sail there. <clears throat> I'll work out a way. Bluebird, put it on the trailer. Oh, yeah, you can put it on a chart. So take the little one. That's all right. He's a multi-boat owner, sir. Yes. Yeah. Commodore. 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 <laughs> they call me. <laughs> Time for a break. We'll be back with more of High Tide soon. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness 
can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au Sydney, prepare for an encore like never before. Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi, a virtuoso pianist and composer, a music visionary with rock star charisma. See him live Wednesday, May 22, Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 6671. Three five nine. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Our bathroomware stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroomware and hot deals, like a $550 bath caddy free with a Cascade bath. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. One in six Australian children are living in poverty. Eight-year-old Anna doesn't have what she needs to keep up at school. With your help, children like Anna can access the learning support they need so they can build a better future. Search the Smith family and donate today. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 17 minutes, almost 18 minutes after five at six. At six o'clock, we will update the news for you. We're going to catch up with Paul Burt a little bit later on today too. Uh, he has got a a very special uh, episode of Step Outside coming your way in the not too distant future. The forecast for Sydney today: well, temperatures we're heading for a top of 29 degrees in Sydney, Brisbane 30. Perth 34, Adelaide 32, Hobart 26, warm for them, Canberra 30 and Darwin 33. Not often that uh, we're on par with Darwin, that has to be said. Let's go to PJ and find out where he's off to and where he's been fishing. Morning, Pete. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, listeners, and happy Saturday to you all. Now, were you nice to miss Linda for uh, Valentine's Day during the week? Yeah, I wasn't here. Oh, okay, that was nicer, better, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually remembered Valentine's Day and I got her some chockies. I yeah. um, I actually had to go to the skin cancer specialist and get a couple of biopsies shaved yeah. off and, and sent off, but, you know, that's what happens. You get a bit of right. age on you after living under the sun, so, yeah, no, we just had a quiet one. I, wrote I thought you might have been out fishing. No, I wasn't out fishing, Um I tell you what I was doing. I was buying bits and pieces for my new toy. He's <laughs> got a new Another boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> his, his new Valentine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, Linda, I got you a boat for Valentine's Day. She says, I don't want another boat. I said, well, good, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Kimmy a poem. Do you want to hear it? Hey, I said, I wrote Kimmy a poem, PJ. I'll, I'll read it to you. 
Roses are red, yep. chocolates are brown. You're getting neither, so calm the hell down. Oh, yeah. How to win friends and influence people. I'm just a heartful guy. What can I say? Anyway, fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fishing. When, does, when, when does your eye open back up? As soon as I get out of hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, um, yeah, so I've gone back to being a, a two-boat family. Had a, had a few years in between. So yes. Picked up a little um, 375 Pony Explorer on a brook a trailer with a 15 Yammy two-stroke on it. It's just a little river rat. I can get into the skinny creeks and chase the jacks and get up on the sand flats and chase the whiting and into the crabbing areas and up in fruity oyster racks for the brim, you know. So it certainly draws half the water that a sea devil does. Yeah, good. Um, the, the sea devil's having that uh, hollow keel for ballast at slow speeds. It puts 300 litres of water in and you sink in the water a fair bit. So, yeah, a bit limited into narrow channels you can go. Should put a ballast flap on it. I could do that, but I don't want to muck around with the in, in original design. Yeah, no, just like the bar crushers, you can get a ballast flap for them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, what's been happening up here? Well, I've got to tell you, when the winds have allowed, the the bombers been getting it wrong. They've been saying big seas, but we really haven't had them. And um, the offshore scene's been uh, lit up with cobia here and um, the, the Berries Bay, they're at Port Macquarie, Lauriton. Uh, there's been a couple of mermaids, and there's uh, Steve Yorry saw a bloke down on the cleaning table at Foster with five all over eight kilo. So that's um that's a pretty good thing that's happening out here. Um, Woodsy, one of the builders, he uh, he got one there. It was a beast of a thing. It was twenty kilo. Um, Benny Pike, he was fishing for dollies around the uh, the Lorret and Fad, and he hooked up on one, and it charged straight back to the bottom. He got it back up to the top again in typical cobia fashion. It went straight back to the bottom. Um, he said he said it was big fish. He said it was 25, 25 plus. And uh, after 38 minutes, he lost the <laughs> he lost the battle, busted him off. So, um, yeah, plenty of cobia there to be had on live baits. Um, he was throwing live baits at the fad for, for the uh, dollies, and there's plenty of dollies out there with the current. It's actually backed off a bit. Um, yeah. Because earlier on in the week, out of his uh, ten traps, he could only find three. The bubbles were being pulled under. It was that hard. Um, but uh, the dolphin fish have been hanging around trap boys. They're hanging around the fads and they're hanging around the Crowdy Wave Rider. Um, no doubt they'd be uh, up off Port Macquarie and down off Foster as well on the recognised grounds and the trap grounds. The, um, the the temperature has come down a degree and a half. But um, when the current backed off, he's he's had a field day. He's had eighty odd kilo of snapper yesterday in his traps, and um, he's had a couple of good uh, pearl perch in the traps, plenty of sweeps and trevally. So there's plenty of offer out there in the sixty five to eighty five meter mark for the bottom bashes. Um, as I said, live baits are the go if you want to work the bommies or the shallower reefs. Fish with a live bait, you'd be surprised what you'll get. Um, some of the boys have been uh, putting live baits down and trag have been taking them, and some of these trag are four and a half kilos, so they're good trag when you're taking a live bait. So um, that's that's pretty good. That's about it for the offshore. There's a smattering of snapper um, on soft plastics around the headlands early morning. Um, the bommies off the front of the surf club there at Old Bar on the main beach. They've uh, had a few snapper in the um, the pre-dawn era, era of the morning, um, distance casting, um, strip baits and pillies. Um, one old faithful there just likes throwing big soft plastics out in a slow roll and he, he got himself a three-and-a-half kilo snapper off the beach. So that's a good tactic there. Um Estuary-wise, well, at the moment, since the rain we've had, it's um, it's same colour as the land we're sitting on. It's um, you know, a lot of dark chocolate colour, milk chocolate colour. So, um, some guys have been fishing the beach where the channel runs out at um, um the southern entrance of the Manning at uh, Farquhar Park, and um, really all they've been getting is rays and um, little sharks. It's um, a few brim there and the odd tailor, but um, as soon as the dirty water really starts to run, um, 
they're, they're losing um, they're losing interest in the baits. It's it, it's odd because that's when you should be getting your jewies in the hole out the front, but then they're not hitting it. So I don't know where the jewies are. Maybe maybe around the break wall on Manning Point and uh, Harrington Wall, there might be a few jews open around there. Um, but the fish, the fishing for flathead was going really, really good before we got the rain. I mean, I can tell you, we we've had some rain up here. It's been uh, pretty uh, torrential at times. And um, yesterday afternoon, oh man, oh, sorry, yesterday morning when I was driving through uh, Arawara and Rindai, uh, I had to pull over. It was that bad, you know. Look, I got down, I got down to seventy-five kilometres an hour, and I just I lost the sight of the. Um, Truck in front, I couldn't even see his tail lights, and uh, I called him up and I said, "You haven't stopped, have you?" He said, "I've just gone past the parking bar." I said, "Good." I said, "Was it empty? Because I'm going to pull up for a while." He said, "Yeah, no, it's empty." Um, yeah, so I just let it pass for three, four minutes. But um, I just, while I'm on that subject, I just want to say, people, if you're driving in the daylight and you've got a white or a silver or a grey car, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what colour, white, silver, grey. Black charcoal, you are so hard to see in the spray coming off the of B double. Put your headlights on so we can see you. Yeah, smart move. Right, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter what colour. We we throw a fair bit of spray out, and this is what causes people to come past us in the wet. But then when they get past us, they slow down again. Yeah. So just put your headlights on so we can see it, and that way when we put our blinker on, we know where you are because we can't see you in the mirror in the rain and that. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, how much more rain, they're predicting more rain tonight and a fair bit. So um, I'd say the river fishing, you want to be fishing down the river mouse. Foster, I haven't been down to Foster yet. I'll go down uh, later on today um, and I'll go and have a look and see. Normally what will happen, it, the lake itself stays pretty clear because the, um, the, the water runs in and, in through the lake and keeps it fairly crystalline clear. Uh, yesterday there was a good dew. It was 1.2 metres. It caught live baiting um, by drifting the mouth. So if you drift through between the two seawalls with live bait, um fella picked up a really nice dew there yesterday, 1.2 metres. Um, there was another cobia caught down there during the week. Um, the crabs must be going off because um, Wallace Lake Co-op's been advertising blue swimmers for next to nothing, you know. Um, so there's there's been plenty of blue swimmers down there. The the flathead fishing in the lake, the the big girls have been turning up, and uh, everyone you talk to has been, you know, Snapchat to their 75, their 85, their 90 centimetre flathead taken on soft plastics, you know, like or, or hard bodies. So everybody's getting a fair share of them. Uh, interesting to see that the the whiting on poppers went nuts and. Uh, that's a discussion I had with Laurie when I was up there the other week. When you see the, the prawns flicking across the surface, um, that's the time the whiting will chase surface lures. So those in the know have been fishing the shallower flats and using um, sammies and lucky crafts and uh, the pro lure surface lures, and they're going really well. catching And some big whiting, the 46-centimetre whiting I saw, that was a cracking fish. Um, fresh water, well, you don't have to go far to find it because it's on top of the river pretty much. Um, this uh, this will get the muddies uh, walking a bit, I'd say, so it might be worth chasing your crab gear in a couple of days. Um, uh, for mine, that's about it in the fish fishing reports. Um, I will say, though, um, I was a bit upset to hear during the week that uh, – National Parks have had a knee-jerk reaction there at North Head, well, more so the climb at Bluefish Point. Um, they've they've taken uh, a bit of uh, flack from people after... Uh, there's been two incidents where someone fell there a while back and she um, she um, was still hardly hanging on to one of the pillboxes and another fella tried climbing the honeycomb and it came to grief and... So they took the um, the chains off that us fishermen have had access um, and we put in over 35 years ago. And uh, National Parks didn't want to take the liability. And so Alex Bellissimo and Julian Neal and a few other guys, they've, uh, they've been talking with National Parks and Mark Benassiak will tell you more about it. But, you know, like I've been climbing North Head and, along with 
uh, Brassic and Mark Jefferson, poor old Conagra off Les Davies, so many the old guys from Bluefish, and they tried to do this to us in the nineties. But we said no, we've we've got connections through our club Bluefish um, that were climbing North Head before it was a national park, so we had access before you guys come. Just put signs up warning people of the danger, like Northern Beaches Council have got it on every headland saying you know, be careful, blah blah blah. Um, but what really irks me is someone from DPI Fisheries, and I believe they may be a fishing access person, um, rang one of the rock fishermen and said, leave it, it's water tight, you won't uh, win this case. Now, if that's an access officer's role to tell us not to go fishing in places that he knows nothing about, well, if that's our money being used from our licence fee, that guy can go and take a long walk off a short plank. Yeah, yeah. I agree right? because, because I'm waiting on verification, but I believe it's been mentioned, oh, just cut it off, they won't know about it. So what it's done is the fishermen that are going down there are now using alternate paths which are more dangerous than what we had. Yeah. So Mark Bonatek could be able to tell you about that because uh, I believe he had a meeting with um, Minister, uh, Minister's um, Chief of Staff um, from the Environment Minister, what's a Penny Sharp. Yeah. Um, be interesting to find out from uh, uh, Miss Moriarty what's going on. And the other thing is the, the backlash that's come up and there's a meeting on Monday night about the, um, you know, that fella that speared the groper and got the $800 fine? Yes. Well, now the mayor of Granulla, Sutherland or Sutherland Council, whatever it is, they want to extend that marine sanctuary and make it um, no line fishing whatsoever. Um, typical knee-jerk reaction. Yes. What what these what these nandy pandies don't understand that the guy is an individual made a huge mistake and speared a groper. Now, I'm fully aware that groper have been protected from spearfishing since the, the mid to late 60s, and they have bounced back in numbers enough so that they're allowed to buy line if you're fishing rod and reel or handline. Now, yes, the groper got speared. The guy got $800 fine. Was that enough? No. No, I don't think so because it's a fish that's easily identifiable. It's a fish that when it's blue, you know, it was the dominant female that took over the the, 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 the race to be the dominant male and turned blue. But the irony of the situation is the guy was exiting outside of the sanctuary zone and went in and he came out of the sanctuary zone with it. Doesn't matter in or out, he speared a groper. Wrong yes. thing. Deal with the individual. Don't punish the community for what he did. Now they want to extend the um, marine sanctuary zone. They don't want any line fishing there. Now, had that guy been fishing outside the the sanctuary zone and been line fishing and caught that groper, guess what? Quite within his rights. Nothing they could do about it. But this bloke broke the law and he's bought a wrath of hell down on all the anglers now. And for those guys that sat out there on Facebook and said, oh, let him go, you know, it was only a small thing, It's you know, it's a one-off mistake, this is what happens. This is what happens when you try and excuse people and try and normalise it, the others cop it in the neck. And, like, 40-odd years now I've been fighting fishermen's rights or 30, close to 40 years I've been fighting fishermen's rights. And, and, and these new ones don't see it, that there is an overwhelming tide of people that don't want us in the area. So yeah. if we don't self-police, there'll be nothing to police. Yeah. But coming from the mayor to, to, to try and do something like that, he has no authority over the water whatsoever anyhow. It's a DPI no decision. It's, it's right. a DPI decision, and it'll come down to the Marina State Department. Yeah. Um, on, on, on whether it gets extended and then done it. And, you know, this is all typical knee-jerk reaction. There's been no science behind it. Um, you know, I'm just sick and tack of the attacks that go on fishermen. It's, it's bad enough that we get, you know, quasi-science to tell us about bag limits and, and, and breeding sizes and things like that. Um, but when they just do knee-jerk reactions and close something up because of the action of one, you know, yeah. it, it, it's doing me, Eddie. 
Okay. So, okay, please. Thank you for that. Okay. No worries. Look forward to catching up with you tomorrow, Pete. Right up till tomorrow. See you. Okay. Right. Everyone's fired up today, Blakey. It's 25 minutes away from 6. At 6 o'clock, we'll update the news. In a moment, we're going to head off to Salamander Bait and Tackle, fingers crossed, see if Matt or Tony's in town and see what the fishing's been like up there. A voice you know, a voice you trust. The king of radio, John Boys. The minute a boss dares, contact a staff member after hours. It's uh, off to jail, you go. Thank God the Greens are never going to be running the country. You'd have to leave. The fact that they hold the balance of power in the Senate, that's bad enough. All the steel's going to China now and we're going to buy it back off them. All the scrap, I mean. What the hell are we doing that for? Oh, because we're idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, you may well be right. You may well be right. Nobody can save the Governor-General because nobody can save the Governor-General. I see, that's an impersonation of Gough Whitlam. Yeah, is that right? Oh, yeah, that was terrific. Sounded just like it. The John Laws Morning Show, weekdays from 9 on 2SM. On Friday, February 23, the Royal Automobile Club presents an evening of motoring nostalgia with John Laws CBE. Over an extraordinary career spanning 70 years, John Laws has entertained us on radio. Equally, his passion for special cars has been a lifetime interest and he'll entertain us with the collector cars that caught his eye. John Laws, CBE, February 23 at the Royal Automobile Club. Phone 8273-2300 and ask for events. Proudly supported by Valvoline, the original engine oil. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Hey you. Right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus Radio for free. or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Time to head off to Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. See, I'm stealing your thunder now. Salamander Bay, Salamander Way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Coles yeah. Express Service Station, 498 207 Where they got the fancy diesel. The expensive fancy diesel. I've got a cunning plan. Good morning, Baldrick. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Good. We're good. How are you? This is AKA yeah. Tony for those oh, who. Oh, the world, mate. What a cracking morning we've got here this morning. Isn't it beautiful outside? I just stepped oh. outside during the commercial break. To, to go and pollute the atmosphere with a cigarette. It yeah. was absolutely like it is like the middle of the day. It's just so warm out there. No light, but the warmth I'm talking about. Blake, he's looking as if I'm an idiot. He knows me well. Go, go, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Look. Everyone's got a habit. Some of them breathe, some of them smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Uh, Anyhow, look, it's it's an absolutely glorious morning here this morning. Lots of boats heading out this morning. Um, I've had quite a few in this morning getting ready to go out. Uh, The game fishing shootouts on this weekend, so... 
they're all heading out to get into that. But uh, at this present moment, it's it's perfect out there. So let's hope it stays that way for the guys that uh, spend the money on the fancy diesel to get here and uh, <laughs> go out and fish. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter whether it's fancy or not. It's a lot easier than pushing a car. It sure is. Yeah. yeah. Sure so, is. Well, mate, it's all putting your boat on your back and taking it to the, the water. I couldn't tell you what the price of fuel is because if I need it, I just put it in. That's it, basically. That's yeah, the one. It doesn't yeah, make any so. difference. And it's cheaper to get the fuel up there uh, where you are than it is down here anyway, apparently. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Newcastle, Central Coast, yeah, yeah, that's all those for, That's areas. for you. You live in the northern beaches. That's why Yeah, it's oh, they smack us. Yeah. They smack us ridiculous prices. Yeah, really? Okay, there you go. Allegedly, we can afford it, Tony. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, well, the fancy diesel's 208 and the normal diesel is 199. There you go. Oh, nice. nice. That's good. Uh, I don't know how that compares with you guys. Uh, but That's favourable. That's favourable. I bought it the other favorable. day when I was up there delivering a boat. The petrol was 242 a litre for uh, premium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, it does help. I mean, I, I, I don't put it in my car, but uh, I put it in my wife's car if we're going away anywhere, and it certainly increases your, your um, mileage. It's interesting if you do the fuel calculations, like I drive a Ram, um, between 95 and 98 and 91. I won't put any ethanol fuel in there. But no. you do the fuel calculations and bring it back to dollars per kilometre, and it's nearly cheaper to run the premium fuels than what it is the other, because the fuel economy changes. Yeah, there was actually, a, I think it was cars.com.au or somebody did a, did a full test of that, and it was proven beyond any shadow of a doubt that it is cheaper to put the more expensive fuel in yes. because of how many litres per hour you get out of the yeah. same fuel, the That's burn right. ratio. Yes. Yeah. 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 Of course, computers yeah, sense what fuel is going. talking to the converted guys, but I, I don't put it in when, when we're just running around town. But if I'm going on a trip, it's certainly uh, uh, a lot more uh, or a lot better economy-wise. Yes. Uh, and you can see that, you know, like, uh, yeah, anyhow, it, it does work. So it's it's not all bells and whistles and smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. So whether you've got the expensive fuel in your boat or the cheap fuel in your boat, where can you head to with, catch a fish? To catch a fish. Oh, look, the, the bay's been firing since well before Christmas. Um, all reports uh, inside and outside uh, around Shark Bay. Which is generally where I head to. I don't um, don't head up to Broughton. I think I've well, I know I've been up there twice, and uh, I find the fishing just as easy uh, or as good as around Shark Bay in those areas. Just be aware of the marine park there, and and stay outside that for fish. You don't need to be fishing deep to catch fish or good snapper, you know, like in around those bombies and things like that where you've got a little bit of wash, a little bit of white water. You don't need to spend a fortune on lead weights to get you to the bloody bottom and then have to wind it all the way up again. Um, so that's generally the spot that, that I'll go, um, maybe because I'm a bit lazy and I don't want to push all the way up to Broughton or... Yeah, it it can be good if you've got it behind you, but it can be a bugger if you've got it in front of you. That's it, that's the one. Yeah, but look, the beaches are firing well. Martin went down the other morning and got his bag limit. Um, well, I will say that if you if you get fishing the beaches and you're not familiar with it, look, once it starts to sweep, it's time to move. You know, if you sitting or stand in one spot fishing and fishing and you're not getting anything move because it's just craziness if you're just throwing into the one spot and you're not getting a bite uh means there's no fish there if they're not biting they're not there so you know even moving 50 meters down the beach can can change the whole uh the whole fishing trip for you you know you can you can and you'll see that if you go down with a mate and he'll be fishing 20 metres away and catching fish and you're standing there twiddling your thumbs, well, 
something's got to tell you it's time to move, hasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, just push him out of the road, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Swap sides in the boat. Oh. Yeah, well, I've done that too. <laughs> but, and, um, yeah, so they are where you find them. It's a bit like gold, isn't it? Okay, well, the best advice you can get is stopping to Salamander Bait and Tackle to find out whereabouts on the beach and how to go. And that's Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, 498 Yeah, we've got all the flyers here with the QR codes on them. So all you have to do is, with your smartphone, and I think everyone's got a smartphone, the only thing is there's some dumb users, but everyone's yep. got a smartphone. So, and it'll give you all the tips and hints yes. on beach fishing, worming if you're that way inclined. Um, but everything's here. Okay. Pop into the store and have a look, and uh, we'll try and head you in the right direction. Okay. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, guys. Okay. Have a good day, eh? Bye. He's always great value, isn't he? He's always great value. He is good. Coming up after the break, we're going to catch up with Marine Rescue New South Wales Mid-North Coast Inspector and Minister for Enthusiasm, Rodney Page. He's, He's a good boy, too. Guy. I can't wait for this. A break and we're back. G'day, Australia. Glenn McGrath here. No one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath breast care nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com.au. Introducing the all-electric seven-seat Kia EV9. Silence never felt so loud. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia, movement that inspires. Are you feeling stiff, sore and more than a little sorry for yourself? It might be time you tried that little miracle in a bottle known as Stiff, Sore and Sorry. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website Love Oil Collection. That's L-O-V-E-O-I-L collection.com.au or call Ray on 040-6671-359. Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function staff on 9670 With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there free of charge turning miles into minutes so please support the work of angel flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some are you building a new home well there's a more affordable way with a pal kit home australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. Pal guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to pal, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 11 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news for you. Don't forget, if you're heading out on the water today and you'd like to do an on-water report, just hop on our Facebook page, send us off a message. We'll give you a call back as soon as uh, we can find a, a, a slot to whack you in. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let's go to our Marine Rescue New South Wales spot this morning. Mid-North Coast Inspector Roddy Page. Morning, Rodney. 
<laughs> good morning, Trips. How are you today? We're good. What's happening up in the north coast? Oh, mate, volunteers uh, around New South Wales, 46 units have completed, get this, 703 search and rescue missions in January alone. That's about 1,788 people brought to shore. That's a crazy. Lot of people in it for four weeks. Yeah, I'd be interested to see the stats on if it's fuel or mechanical or stupidity. Or both, or yeah, all three. A little bit of this, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but so I know, I, Sydney was the busiest. They had 285 missions with Lake Macquarie in most demands, with uh, completing about 106 search and rescue wow, missions. Wow. A, a quarter of last month's missions were emergency responses. And look, we're, we're pleading with voters not to become a statistic this year leading up to Anzac Day. Our message to voters is pretty simple. They don't be complacent. Keep always in front of mind that you make the right decisions before going boating on the waterways and check your equipment, check the conditions. I like the bomb, but there's a heap of apps out there to give you about the weather. So over the recent months, you know, we've noticed there's a lot of unstable weather conditions that might be good at one moment and then next minute it's turning to, well... Turning bad, turning to custard. Yeah, that's the word I was after. <laughs> and then sudden, those sudden changes is what brings people undone. So whether you're boating, especially rock fishing, anytime you're out in that coastal environment, it's really important that you check the weather and keep an eye on it. Did you guys know that radio operators managed over twenty six thousand and forty seven radio calls in that month? Well, wow. eighteen of those were May Day. 18 May days. Wow. Yeah, 11 of them pan-pans. While the services kept watch over some 32,256 people on board those vessels. Uh, Rodney. That log on with Marine Rescue and the Rescue app and Channel 16. Isn't that big numbers for one yeah. month? Rodney, Kieran's got a question for you. Yes, Kieran. Yeah. There you go, Kieran. Um, how does that compare to maritime that's under the heading of transport? What do they do? Uh, I mean, Maritime are more, uh, more involved with compliance. They do do um, some tow-ins and, and fetches, but we keep them busy as well. I don't know their statistics, but if it's anything like ours, they're really working hard. That's the truth. Rodney, the bars have been pumping this week. I was watching some video of uh, the Swansea Channel during the week, which was just insane. But there was a, a rather dramatic uh, rescue up Ballinaway. There was. There was. Two men uh, were saved after their boat overturned on the bar. Must be a horrifying experience. You guys ever fronted, you know, a a wave coming in out of the blue and just uh, hoisting you off into the water? That's what happened to these guys. But, Rodney, the thing is... It's not doesn't come out of the blue. They didn't do their homework. They didn't watch it long enough to see what's going on. Because if you take the time to see what it's doing, you won't get caught like that. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, standing well, uh, good instructions, crossing the bar is stand off, watch that wave train, see how it's performing before you go anywhere. That's right, yeah. And like I've told you guys, and I'll tell everyone, if you're not sure, don't go out. That's right. It's that simple. You won't get in trouble and don't be embarrassed if you, if you don't like the situation. You just say to your crew, we're Absolutely. not doing it. We're not going fishing out there. We'll fish the river. So, yeah, well, and there's always good fish to be had in the river too. That's right, it? yeah. Now, these guys had a 4.2 runabout, decent-sized boat. Um, the tide was flooding in, which was really to their advantage because uh, once they rolled over, you know, they started being washed into the river instead of out to sea, which was really lucky for them. Yes. Because a private vessel picked up one of the guys, Ballin the 3-0 got the other and their vessel and then collected the guy from the uh, the water that the, the private vessel picked up and took them all into the sailing club put them up where an ambulance was waiting and checked them over. One one fella had minor cuts to his leg and um, after the, the, the wave washed over them. And the impact of the wave washed the skipper into the water and then the next one finished them off, overturned the boat and washed, washed the next guy into the water. It happened that quick. quick. Did they have life jackets on? Uh, they both had life jackets, good. which thank good. goodness for them. Yes. That's good. Okay, and uh, you had another thing too at uh, Jarvis Bay. Um, 
It returned some yeah, anglers yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Four, four fishermen, uh, two adults, two kids, about 15 kilometres offshore. That's far enough away that you don't see land anymore. That would be a frightening experience. <laughs> Jarvis Bay 41, one of our largest vessels, went out there and secured the stricken vessel and returned those guys back to the boat ramp. It's a fair distance out there. It's really important that boaters heading offshore log on with Marine Rescue. Don't forget to log off when you get back. Make sure the radio's working so that when you call for help, it actually works and that the correct safety equipment's on board. You never know when trouble might strike. Yeah, it's be prepared. Be a Boy Scout. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Some people sort of whinge about the cost of that safety equipment, but I can tell you, mate, if you're floating around out in the ocean, you're not going to complain about safety equipment ever again. Yeah. It's very good value at that stage. Isn't it what? Yes. Uh, look, they'll spend plenty on fishing gear or on bait to catch fish, but you've got to have it on the right safety gear as well. That's right. And it, uh, it doesn't have to take up a lot of room in the boat. Sit there waiting, hopefully, never to be used. That's it. and But know where it is and tell people where it is and show them how to use it. That's the trick. I think that's, um, that, that is really good advice. Is that, is that you, Glenn, that's saying that, Kieran? That's Blakey. Alan. Blakey. Uh, yeah. mate, that is just top advice. Um, it's not like you can't treat your safety equipment like secret squirrel business. No. You know, no. Everyone needs to know where it is and how to use it and be ready. I do a briefing, especially if they're people that haven't been out on a sailboat before. I'll, I'll do a briefing with everybody on board, show them where the fire extinguishers are, show them where the flares are, show them where the life jackets are, etc., etc. Oh, mate, I'd be happy to be on board your boat. I've been on plenty of boats where people have, not even the guy who owns the boat knows where half his gear is. That's a very... That's <laughs> 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 yeah, true. Rodney, look, thank you very much for your time this morning. Always a pleasure to catch up with you and keep up the great work with Marine Rescue. Yeah, good on you guys. Thank you. And if anyone out there want to join us to save lives on the water, go to our website and it'll steer you into the uh, rescue unit that's closest to you. We welcome your... Uh, your 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 efforts coming with us. Thank you, Rodney. Talk overnight. Worst offender would have to be India and America. And yeah. They literally just treat the ocean like a rubbish tip. Rubbish yep. floating out off the coast of India that they can walk across. Yep, exactly. Yeah. fishing boat. Yep. The ocean is, is going to end up saying enough. This is 2SM. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of surveys where you can get cheap. A lot of independents are in Sydney. Yeah, just drive past the gouges. I just don't understand how selling it yeah. the same product at 70 cents more. Talk overnight on 2SM. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. Meet the Hyundai Tucson N-Line with its sleek and sporty design, next-generation Blue Link connectivity and a cabin from out of this world. The future has just gone up a level. For a limited time only, enjoy a $1,500 factory bonus. Visit your local Hyundai dealer to discover more today. T's and C's apply. Imagine that. Hyundai. 